ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest is a former Ring of Honor World TV champion and a current Ring of Honor World six-man tag team champion. Please give it up for the CEO, mm. captain, president mm. of mm. Shane Taylor Promotions. It's Shane Taylor himself. How you doing today, mate? You all right? Hey, man, you damn right. What's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Hell of an introduction. That's how you start the day. Damn right, mate. When you've got guests like yourself, you've got, you've got to bring it out, bring out the guns, mate, the big guns. And today's going to be Thank a you. fun episode. We had a little laugh just before recording. And I want to thank you for coming on, because I know you are a busy man. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it. It's actually, I'm going to talk about a tweet, a, an exchange between you and mm-hmm. the people's champ, The Rock. Mm-hmm. How did that feel, by the way? I mean, was you a big Rock fan growing up? Oh, The Rock is the best. You know what I mean? Like, his, when you look, uh, people always talk about my story and end up like man your story is, is a movie yada yada but then i look at people like the rock and i'm like nah man like <laughs> this dude this dude has had such an incredible life you know what i mean from you know being born into this sort of business the sort of weight and pressure that's on you from that to trying to chase his dreams in football you know those those not coming to fruition the way he dreamed, you know, the, the story of him being down at like his last seven dollars and then conquering an empire, right. Then leaving to conquer another empire, you know what I mean? Then, you know, then to like owning the AXFL, to owning all these businesses, to doing all this stuff mm-hmm. and just outworking every single person he's come across in his life. It's, it's the dude's incredible. Like, I feel like when you compare the stories, it's like him and Arnold for like the most, incredible human being story ever you know what i mean so uh yeah to 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 be sitting back and people all always think like when i put tweets out like that like oh you must be high i'm like i'm not high like i'm not that's just how my brain works like i'll get fixated on on, on something and start thinking about little details right yeah. but that's what helps me in wrestling right that's that's why i perform the way i way i do because my mind thinks like that so i'm just sitting back and i'm just watching tape yeah, I mean, and I just saw, boom, he just throws it in the crowd. And I was like, damn, if an elbow pad is like 30, 40 bucks, I know he he does this every match. How many do you think over the course of his whole career has he just thrown, right? And then I started thinking about it. Like, all right, well, if they do 300 shows a year, that's at least 300. He's got to give some to charity. He's got to do this. Like, so my mind just starts going, you know? <laughs> and so I put it out and people were like, yeah, how many did he lose? You know what I mean? So I'm glad that... You I know, think it's that a fair question. It, like, it's a fair question. It is. Right? So, like, so, I'm, I mean, as busy as he is, right? And I never thought that he would actually chime in. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for him to be like, well, great qu- great question. This, 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 this. And I, this, and I gave these away. And I was like, oh, well, shit. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? And, and just thanked him for being a leader and, and, and to be the first... Um, WWE champion of African-American descent Mm -hmm. for him to be able to blaze that trail and represent the way he did um, opens doors for guys like myself. And that's a mantle that I take very seriously. So um, 
I just wanted to thank him personally, and it was dope. Yeah, man. I think like not just as, as an actor, not just as a wrestler, but as a person. Like, yeah. there's just yeah. no faults in him. Like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, just yeah. honestly, he's one of my personal favorites of all time as well. And it, just yeah. to hear your exchange, just to see a smile on your face, like just to hear it was great. And I saw it pop off. I was just like, yeah. I met times I tweeted Rock, nothing, nothing. L- listen, there was someone who was like, he didn't reply to me, and I'm like, but who are you though? Not that I'm <laughs> saying that I'm anybody, right? Like I'm not, yeah. but. It's like, uh, I'm sure he gets tweeted millions of times a day. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Rocky, follow me. Like, oh, man, right. maybe 10 like, seconds. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure he's got like a, a like someone who manages most of his stuff too. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So someone was like, hey, someone uh, wanted to check how many elbow pads you lost. He's like, what? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll answer that one, you know? So. I bet yeah, there's actually a fan of that who probably knows as well, like, but they're just keeping it to themselves for like, how many elbow pads he's lost. Listen, <laughs> I, listen I, I, it wouldn't surprise me. He's such a detail-oriented dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he knew, like, how many pairs of boots he's gone through, how many knee pads, how many, you know what I mean? How many pairs of trunks, how many this, how many that. Like, I, I'm sure there's, there's, that's logged somewhere. Definitely, my man. Um, one thing I'm going to jump straight into as well, because it's next month, and it's probably going to be mm. quite an emotional pay-per-view, final mm. battle, uh, because mm. potentially it could be Ring of Honor's last pay-per-view ever. Mm. Also, you're going against someone who you've known for a very long time, who cost you the world title, Kenny King. Mm. I want to ask you sort of what are your thoughts going into that match? <sighs> My thoughts have changed um, from when it was announced to as it gets closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was announced, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of fr- frustration, there's a lot of relief that I'm finally going to get the opportunity. But as it gets closer, I'm starting to calm down, I'm starting to lock in, I'm starting to understand exactly what this moment means, what this match means. Uh, you're talking about a guy in, Ken- in Kenny King who's been a friend, mentor, who has done and achieved things that only a select few people have been able to achieve you know you're talking about a former two-time tv champion uh one of only three black men to hold that championship in the Mm -hmm. entire history of roh uh not not including jay lethal and myself so both of us are very capable of making history uh both of us uh strive uh for a lot of the same goals you know i mean that's what hurts so much when he cost me the world title is because he knows exactly how important it is yeah. Not only to me, but to us, you know what I mean? To, to have someone else up there to keep Jay Lethal company in that spot in history. You would have been the um, second uh, absolutely. Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. So he took that, not just from me, he, he took it from my team. He took it from my family. He took it from our fans. And for a long time, I knew where I was going to ha- I knew where I was going to go mentally, right? <laughs> if this continued. And I, and I tried my very best because I'm, I'm trying to be a leader. I'm trying to be that person, that sort of Ali type figure to be able to move the culture forward. And I can't move forward if I'm worried about what's behind me. You know what I mean? Yep. But Kenny decided to keep pushing and here we are. And now I'm going to have to tap back into, you know, that East Side Cleveland, Shane Taylor, that um, person who doesn't care about leading and only wants to destroy the person in, in front of him and that's who he's going to get at final battle um and it's going to be a shame that 
I'm going to have to do that to Kenny on that stage. But this is what it requires. Uh, I believe that this is worthy of the main event. I mean, and this match itself literally sells the pay-per-view. I mean, I mean it's, it's going to be an emotional pay-per-view in general. This it, match. It, it's gonna, absolutely. So, um, I don't know. Be- best of luck to him because what he's got coming for him at final battle is an absolute monster. I can't wait. And, you know, if I was Kenny, he might have to rethink. <laughs> he, might, he might have to come up with an excuse for that one. <laughs> you better do something, bro. You better do something. No, I like that you said as well about your reputa- uh, representation as well. Um, mm. Obviously, I think that's one thing I like about, there's not really many things I like about WWE, but, you know, but yourself, like the um, Shane Taylor promotions, it's it's mm. awesome. Like your theme song, you just come out. Um remember seeing in the UK tour, uh, when you was the TV champion, I actually want to talk about that. Actually, um, mm-hmm. your reign as the RIH World TV champion uh, was mm-hmm. one of the most dominant. I think that's the best word to use, and one of the mm-hmm. best in recent memory. Defending against likes of Dragon Lee, uh, Bandido, Red Titus, and Joe Hendry, which I actually saw mm-hmm. live. Uh, the heat that you had, the <laughs> hell! I mean, that's when you know you're doing your job. Like, right. um, I just want to ask, what did it mean to you? to be the TV champion? When I won, it, and it's, it's, a, it's a mixed feeling, right? Uh, especially as the rain went on, because when I first won, I had that initial feeling of like, okay, yes, I've arrived. I made history in ROH. I'm, I'm holding a, a championship. Now's my time. Now's my moment where I should be, you know, off to the moon, right? This is supposed to skyrocket, but that didn't happen. Right. Then it became this thing where my matches weren't being announced. I wasn't even being promoted as champion. And so you had a lot of anger and frustration from that, especially knowing the work that I put in Um, and the opportunities that other people were given when they held that championship. But then I but then I remembered looking into the back of the arena that night and there was a group of fans uh, black fans, uh, probably 15 to 20 of them, maybe a whole big family that showed up. Mm-hmm. And when I won, you had so many people with shock or disbelief. But I looked back there and happened to see them up on their chairs, screaming, yelling at the top of their lungs, smiles, tears down people's faces. And it clicked for me right then that no matter how I felt personally, that this title reign was going to be bigger than me. Right. This this meant something more than just this being my championship. So once I saw that, it, it sort of clicked in my head on what I had to do, who I had to be, um, the role that I needed to take. Um, and that's when it really clicked for me. You know what? If the powers that be aren't going to promote me as champion, if they're not going to put me on the platform that they put my counterparts on, then I'll do it myself. Yeah. I will make people pay attention. I will make people understand exactly who it is that I am, why I'm here. And then to and then to know and watch, right? Then bring in so many international talents, so many big names for other champions to have these spectacular matches and these pay-per-view draws, to know that I took anybody that was put in front of me and made that match the most seen match of the night, made that match the main event, made that match the one that people were going home talking about. I took a lot of pride in. Well, you and Bandino, that match is quality. Mm-hmm. Quality match. 
Thank you. Uh, both of them. Yeah, I mean, like the one, I, I he beat me before I was TV champ, I believe. And then he got a rematch after I, I'd won it, mm-hmm. you know? And then I had to make sure he understood, you don't take anything from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, now that he's world champion and I never got my TV title rematch, you know what I mean? Or the rematch for the world title, but you know, it is what it is. Best of luck to him and Jonathan Gresham, and we'll see who and we'll see what happens. Just because I'm a UK resident, how did you feel about wrestling in the UK? By the way, just because a lot of the wrestlers, I think most wrestlers like it, but one thing uh, the Americans always moan about is the weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 from Cleveland, Ohio, man. So the weather is nothing new to me. You know what I mean? So this is I'm like, oh, okay, it's like it's like Cleveland just most of the year. Dope. All right, that that's fine. You know what I mean? So you get pretty acclimated to that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been to the UK maybe three or four times now, yeah. and I I love it. I love the energy. I love the passion. I I love the those hostile environments. I'm a fan. <clears throat> so at, at your call when it was me and Joe Hendry, and you come out and it feels like lit literally everybody in the building versus me and the guys who came out with with, with me. <laughs> I am absolutely in my zone. I am. That's mm. exactly where I want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is oh, everybody screaming "F you, Taylor!" Like, oh yeah, okay. I'm about to f him up and all y'all bottle to watch it. Y'all all going home. <laughs> you know, y'all all going home, man. I did that shit. You know what I mean? You, I, I want y'all to know I did that. You know what I mean? So it was absolutely dope. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I think at the end of the match, everyone was on it. I mean, it was the match of the night. Like, I think I tweeted out. Bloody hell, it was over two years ago now. I think it was one of the last shows I watched before, you know, COVID right. and the pandemic, but we won't talk about that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <Guess I'm laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, as you know, some kind of free throw a little bit. I want to make this interview a bit different. I want to go from beginning, middle. Um, if Shane Taylor Promotions could face off against one stable from the past or even the present that you've not wrestled against, uh, who would you pick? Oh, that's good. I, I mean... Damn, I feel like I, I feel like it, it's got to be a two-parter. So if it was the past, I'd say DX. With the matchups that they had, the stars they had, the ability for them to be as entertaining as they were mm-hmm. versus how we, we are, I feel as though that would have made a, a lot of cool TV moments. You know what I mean? Some yeah. funny stuff. The matches would have been great. The intensity would have been there once it got ramped up. That would imagine you just literally picking apart X Pac, like you know, <laughs> if we're doing fantasy right. booking, <laughs> right? Him, uh, it would have been great to bent to to be in the ring with with Hunter or mm. with with Sean, you know. Uh, so I mean, so that would have been dope. Then also, I mean, I I'd have gotten to beat up on Billy Gunn, you know what I mean? So knowing him and his sons, so it's like I've been able to talk trash there too. Uh, <laughs> but and currently, I, I think it's got to be the elite. It's got to be the Bullet Club. You know what I mean? Like they're they're going around Cole and the Bucks talking about how they're the greatest trio in wrestling. Me and my guys beg to differ. <laughs> you know what I mean? We we have the championships to prove it. Uh, arguably the most important six man titles in the whole sport. Mm. Um, we have the longest reign, the most defenses we are the best trio in the history of ring of honor and so with them being evps if they wanted 
to step up to that challenge. They absolutely could. We'll that see is one of the times because I know the forbidden door term gets it's been mm. used so much now. I, I personally, it's, it's been hit and miss. Right. <laughs> um, but that's one of those times they should literally let it open for you guys. Mm. It's 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 one of those things. It's easy to say you're the best when you control who can compete, right? It's easy to say you're the best when you've got the key to everything, yeah. right? Once those doors open, you know what I mean? And now you're, you're forced to deal with everybody outside of your bubble. You know, that, that, that changes the perspective on who the best is. You know what I mean? So um, in my opinion, a lot of what is going on is kind of like, and this is just in wrestling in, in, in general, a lot of it is like baseball when Jackie Robinson first got there, right? So you're, you're seeing all these stars sh show up now. And, and you're like, are we still the best? No, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're the best. Uh, and I, I mean that as me and my guys, you know. So um, I, I think it would be great to get in the ring with them, with Cole, uh, and see who really is the, the greatest trio in the sport. I love your confidence because, like, you do back it up. That's yeah. the thing. Like, it's, it's not unwarranted. Like, you do literally go in there. You will walk to the ring. Anyone gives you mouth, you go back. And put them up back in the seat. <laughs> Sit your ass down. You know what I'm saying? This is, <laughs> this is not what you want. You know what I mean? The uh, but that's just that's that's a product of where I'm from. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people don't have the but they don't have the perspective of growing up the way I did. Yeah. So they view conflict and things like differently. I view it as this is my time to prove to you with beyond a shadow of a doubt exactly who it is I am. And more than likely, you're not half the man you think you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, that's that's the approach that I take to not only my opponents, but to anybody that's got any, anything to say, mm. whether it be on social media or whatever. Like, I'm not the guy for it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of people, you could probably punk and do all that, but it's not me. There are, there are a lot of people that are too comfortable on social media being behind the screen with a, like a wrestler's profile picture and they just it's like Muhammad also Mike Tyson say everyone's got a plan that gets until they got smacked in the face bro and then and that's the thing right and in my world I don't want to hear if if you come instigating a problem I don't want to hear about litigation I don't want to hear about police after you've figured out you're in way over your head you know <laughs> That should have been something that you thought about before <laughs> you started running your mouth. That maybe this wasn't going to go the way you thought it was going to. You know what I mean? So, uh, I love but, that. But, and, and actually what I love most is Pat McAfee's, uh, who has a tremendous show, one of the most entertaining shows on YouTube, just or it in general. Uh, he was like, hey, just so you know, now that people are starting to go out uh, and they're going to these events. Don't forget, just because you've been home for 18 months, uh, that when you go out into the world, people will punch you in the fucking mouth. They're <laughs> <laughs> saying stupid shit. Like, people will punch you in the mouth. So, relax. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I'm about to put this as a clip, just like as a warning. Like, just trolls, stop being hey, brave. Listen, please tag him too, because it was a dope ass line. I was like, yeah, what he said. You know what I mean? Like, uh, People will punch you in the mouth. He's quality, man. Um, as we are talking about toughness, 
and your style is very like some of the elbows and your knees are fucking love them by the way it's so good um mm. who have been some of the toughest opponents like in ring of honor because you've been against like the briscoes and war machine like some mm. real badass you know some real tough guys so i just want to hear from you like who have really like pushed like tested you i mean you just named them right you've got you've got guys like the briscoes who are as tough as they come mm -hmm. i mean you, you damn near have to make them stop breathing the to beat those cats like they just they will not stop coming at you the most successful tag team in ring of honor history one of the in my opinion top five tag teams of all time uh you've got you got guys like the viking raiders now who were war machine then i've been in the ray i've been in the ring with ray Rowe, eric too many times to count you know what i mean and every Didn't he single train time you? he did yeah he did um which amplifies those matches when we get in there because then it's just like screw it let's let's just go right i'm sure every single one of those matches shortened my career probably <laughs> by six months you know what i mean but that like you definitely feel like you were in a car crash the next day you know what i mean but that's that's just the level that we compete at that's what we demand of each other uh guys like brody king as well you know what i mean mm -hmm. i remember that feeling same day after we had our match and uh once the adrenaline wore off i was like ugh that sucked you know what I mean? like uh but again that's in. that's <laughs> that like like oh that's that doesn't feel good at all um but that again that's the level of competition that we demand of each other guys like jeff cobb as well so like once you once you understand that and you know that person across the ring from you mm -hmm. is going to bring that same level of energy, that same expectation of greatness, it's an upper, and you get excited, and you go out there, and you give it your A-plus game. I like that. I do investing, by the way. Can you, like, pop and not, like, you know, go in each other, but then, like, shake each other's hands and, you know, go for a beer afterwards? It's mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's a level of respect yeah. uh, that you can gain from someone that you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with. You know what I mean? You you know what they're about. You you feel as though you know them better. Yeah. Right. So that's why you'll see in a, in a lot of these combat sports, boxing, what whatever, all the trash talk prior is damn near squashed by the time they get through it because now it's not just talk. Now you know that this dude has heart. He's got passion. He's got determination. He's got skill. That he's ready to back up all the stuff that he says. He's proven that to you. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's a level of respect that's gained from combat i love that my man uh just a few more questions and i'll let you enjoy mm -hmm. the rest of your afternoon always get the time zone difference but your afternoon yeah, uh with what is happening uh with the releases from WWE and the unfortunate situation with ring of honor i just want to mm -hmm. ask what plans do you have lined up for shane taylor promotions at the moment we've got a lot of big plans of i've, I've been talking to a lot a lot of places clearly it, it, it's very hard to move five people at once but mm -hmm. uh like the wrestle zone article that I did in uh, Tuesday with Jonathan Hood on ESPN, I've said, I believe the investment on Shane Taylor promotions is going to come back tenfold. Um, with the amount of talent that's out there, the stories that can be told, if we have the proper platform with the proper creative freedom to do what we want to do, I feel as though we can be an absolutely special group in the history of the sport. So I, I'm very much looking forward to see what that holds. We've got shows lined up all the way through the end of the year, through next year. 
You got Russell Cade coming up the, this weekend in North Carolina and Winston-Salem. Um, and then uh, it is all eyes toward final battle. And then we'll be out in, in L.A. filming a project with uh, one of the legends of the bodybuilding world uh, that I can't wait for. That's going to be absolutely dope. Uh, so I can't wait. I can't wait to see how all this stuff uh, shakes out. Nice, man. So th there is a future and it's just, it's yeah, early days yeah. at the moment. But no, I like that, man. Obviously, you put your, your head and your eyes already uh, set mm -hmm. to the future, which is good. Uh, there is one person that was released, release, and I think you know who I'm going to mention. Um, mm -hmm. Your former tag team partner, your, a mm -hmm. good friend of yours, um, mm -hmm. Pretty Boy Killers. What a name, by the way. Great name. Mm -hmm. Keith Lee. I, I, I'll say to this day, I'm still baffled what happened there, but obviously whoever gets now, they're going to have a the field day because he's so talented and great. But right. I want to hear if you've got anything lined up with Keith Lee or would you like to? The the name was dope. Shout, shout, shout out to my guy, Triple um, who used that name. Uh, and I heard it and was like, yo, that's dope. Uh, but then as me and Keith talked and, and sort of looked at how the stereotypes of what a champion Mm -hmm. is supposed to be in this sport and what people described it as, you know, to us was a pretty boy. This this image of, you know, that your champion's got to look like this, got to walk like this, talk like this, dress like this. This is what it looks, this is what it takes to be a top star. You're going to be this guy. And we were like, yeah, fuck that. Like we're, we're top stars looking the way we do, performing the way we do. We can be those guys without fitting in this box, you know? So that's where the name sort of really stuck about killing that pretty boy image of what a champion could be. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, Keith, Keith knows, man, a anytime he wants to pick up the phone and, and we've already talked, but uh, not about wrestling because he's got a million things, uh, especially his wedding to, to me and him to worry about. So uh, that is, that is, and should be the foremost thought on his mind. Yeah. Uh, wrestling comes that. next wrestling comes second to real life you know yeah, what i mean man. so once once we're done with that we can sit back and talk he knows the door is always open for him at stp you know he knows he's got a jersey hoodie and a chair waiting right here uh that's never gonna go away so we'll see we we will see what's on the horizon we will see what happens and if it makes dollars and cents then you know then 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 the world will see it too Wherever he goes, he's going to be successful. I mean, part of me wouldn't mind seeing him singles, but I would love to see you two, like, side to side again. Just because, mm -hmm. like, honestly, he's going to fuck with you guys. Like, you're only a badass <laughs> crew. <laughs> you add you add key to that? That's tough, man. Some Someone so, someone said that we look like the Monstars from Space Jam, and I've been laughing ever since. <laughs> like, no, but like, that's, that's a dope ass group. People like people sleep on the monsters. They were killing it and hilarious. Like, dude, just like smack the dude and was just like, oh, you dropped this, huh? <laughs> just dope. Yeah, you know I mean, so I was like, yeah, hey, you're not wrong. Kind of like that. Man, that's awesome. I, I love that. Oh, I haven't seen the second one yet, but the first one, oh, I saw it cinema. Loved it. I'm, I'm sure my age. Not I like. Listen, I believe this is my opinion. LeBron was a better actor than Jordan. The movie was funnier, especially like the sort of jabs that they took at LeBron. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. him going to Miami and then like, just like playing with all the stuff you hear on social media, right? Like Don Cheadle was able to be that voice and sort of like dig at him and call him out on, on certain stuff. 
and I believe they what what they tried to do with the monsters and the animation was definitely new. At, like like you could tell the technology that they used, but I don't think I connected to new set of characters the way I did to the monsters. Yeah, right. Because like because you sort of like because they were so small and got picked on, you could like you got that feeling go oh, okay now they're like really showing out because they're unstoppable. You know what I mean? But you never really got that from these new people, right? Um, mostly because, like, they were already, like, NBA and WNBA stars. So it's like, you're already, you're already dope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but to, uh, but yeah, but to have them become the monsters and go out and just terrorize shit, you were like, damn. You know what I mean? you got to do it one show. Just come out, like, with the gear and not the theme song. Well, I mean, hey, it's, it's, it, it, it could be. It, it, it's only a few a few calls and some paperwork away from being, you know, being a thing. If it's not been organized already, promoters out there listening to this episode, hey. get it done. You're losing that money. Right. Um, I'm actually going to watch Space Jam 2 now whilst I'm editing this interview. So thank you for yes, that, sir. Shane. Hey. You're, um, welcome, LeBron. You're welcome, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> last question and then I'll let you enjoy your day because I know my evening sorted now editing this and Space Jam 2 right. what no sorry let me reword that who would be on your ring of honour Mount Rushmore you can include yourself because you have been a top tier talent for ring of honour for a last good couple of years now so the ball is in your court you get to choose I feel like it'd be self-righteous to put myself on, on there had I had I won the ring of honour world title I, I'd feel more comfortable doing that. But mm -hmm. as it stands right now, as far as strictly from me thinking about the importance of everybody in, involved, my Ring of Honor Mount Rushmore is number one, Carrie Silken, for being the ambassador and, 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 and seeing it through from creation to through its dark times. Uh, he needs to be recognized for all the people that he's helped and what he's cultivated. The Briscoes, both of them, I mean, their their accolades and their accomplishments are synonymous with ROH. And the fourth probably being lethal. I mean, like, obviously you would make a case for, for Joe or Danielson or Loki mm. or any, anyone else, but for lethal to have the accomplishment that he does to be able to sort of crack that glass ceiling that you know only he was able to do i feel as though that's that's earned him a spot up there so those would be my four carrie silken the briscoes and jay lethal i love that like the fact that you're willing to recognize like a non-wrestler as well i mean when you ask that so like, a lot of wrestlers they will instantly go with like wrestlers but the fact right. that you're giving recognition and appreciation to the man behind the scenes i absolutely respect that it's a really good answer briscoes are oh, one of the best tag teams of this generation. And I, I think you even said top five of all time. I mean, I, 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 I think they are top five DOA. Like they are, you, you can't, you can't convince me that had they had a WWE run, they wouldn't have been stone cold Steve Austin as a tag team. You know what I mean? Like that level of superstardom because that's, they are as down to earth as it gets, you know, glory faults they're human you know what i mean but yeah yeah, they, yeah. Are, they, they are going their their talent is absolutely undeniable oh 100 mate they're, one tag team i'm glad i've seen live like they were brilliant they they mm -hmm. had their own look like like i think that's one thing i really like about you as i come to right. the end of this interview like literally there was no one 
in wrestling right now, like you, that makes them shit themselves when you're making your entrance, like myself, in your call. Um, <laughs> but no, thank you, Shane, for coming on today. It's been a really, really good interview. Where can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, at Shane216Taylor on Twitter and Instagram. All the links to any merch and all that kind of stuff is in the bio. If you're in the merch buying mood with, with it being the holiday season, please go ahead and check that out. Get yourself something, get your kids something, family members, what have you. Uh, also head on over to shophonor.com. Uh, you got the brand new Shane Taylor Honor Pals and the Micro Brawlers as well. So go ahead and check those out. So, uh, and, and all the stuff and all the guys, uh, Big Bad Kaiju, O'Shea Edwards, the Rev, Ron Hunt, Khan, Moses, uh, check out all the guys. Respect that, man. I'll put all the details in the description below. Thank you for coming on today. For everyone that's listened to this awesome episode and not just rushed off to watch Space Jam 2, there's going to be more <laughs> episodes of What You Call It podcast coming up very soon. But for now, everyone, have a great week and there's going to be more What You Call It podcast soon. Hello there, I've got a special announcement for my next guest. What's up, Crimson Squad? My name's Amy Crimson, and I'm going to be appearing on the What You Call It podcast. Deuces. Yeah, heard, and as I say in Toronto, deuces. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com.